What's going on, everybody? This is the specifist. Um, <laughs> this may or may not be an episode, depending on what happens here. I'm trying to do more of these kind of like uh, free-form episodes because I find by trying to structure them too much, I get stuck in... Details, or I get stuck in some f- form of it. So I'm, I, I'm doing more of these kind of free form based episodes. Um, not that I don't do structured ones, but the structured ones, they take a lot more time to do. So I, you know, I'm doing these to kind of like supplement these different episodes that we're doing here. <clears throat> so I want to talk to you in this episode well if you're not listening because i didn't publish it i'm talking to myself i guess just kind of formulating these ideas in my head for all of us here about this idea it's a really interesting idea of the parasite uh the visitor without all of us and the reason why i'm talking about this is because you know we have a a culture it has a very like strict logical way of thinking about things and, and analyzing things um the th- true false right wrong good bad good evil things like this um and this kind of thing what it ends up doing is limiting your understanding of the world and yourself and it creates those who are like you that you think are good and those who you are, are not like you, you who you think are bad. And oftentimes, good and bad are mostly based on yourself, the projections you have about your, um, that you are projecting on others um, in some way, if not like the emotional projection. Um, it's... In a different way, you know, people, when people talk about projection, they talk about it in, in a different way than I do here. You know, they talk about it in a sense like, oh, you're projecting. Like if you are angry because somebody's judging you, it's because you're projecting that judgment upon them. Or you're, you're angry because you've done the same thing, right? And that can be an example of this, but actually the most common forms of projection have more to do with what I call perception projection, which is where, like, you... And we'll get to why this is important to the visitor in a minute, but you um, sort of, like, do this thing where you perceive something that either isn't there or is exaggerated based on your perception, and then you project that upon the world. So you perceive stupidity in certain ideas or stupid things or whatever. And then you project this on the world rather than like looking at yourself. Right? Because it's easy, so easy to project upon the world. It's one of the easiest things you can do and society will reward you for doing this. Literally people make millions of dollars doing this. It's called media. It's called the news. That's what news is doing. It's it's projecting its evil upon the world. 
Um, I'm not saying that the news is evil or fake news. It's falling into the same trap. What I'm talking about is actually something more fundamental, which is that all of these different things, projection, that we're project projecting upon the world are actually making things in a lot of ways worse than they really are. For than they need to be, at least. Um, and then, you know, you'll, you'll be like, well, no, David, it's not me that's the problem. It's everybody else around me. It's like, yes, yeah, like, that's exactly the problem, right? Because there is, what if there is actually something in you that is parasitic? It's a parasite. It's feeding off of you. It feeding off your energies. Um, and this parasite is attempting to fill the emptiness within itself. And this parasite will trick you and manipulate you and, and kind of bespell you into its orbit with different things like this. And one of the, the easiest and cheapest ways to do this is projection. It knows that you have these vulnerable sides, these shadow elements within yourself, a lot of them which it created itself, and then it projects it upon the world. Uh, or it has a perception, you have a perception, but rather than looking within to see if that perception is something that you also engage in, you project that perception outward to the world, right? I mean, I've seen so many people who are skeptical, like, you know, there's like these this uh, sort of group of skeptics on YouTube who are like atheistic minded and are very skeptical, but they're not skeptical towards their own skepticality, they're skeptical towards the outside world they're not really skeptical towards themselves and their own understandings and stuff like this um which is what i'm talking about and so it's not really necessarily even about like oh if i'm projecting that means i'm projecting anger that's coming from me upon someone else that can be what's going on but mostly it has to do perception um we we are actually very much like our own kind of magicians in a way, but we don't realize it. And we create our own kind of mind reality. And this mind reality influences how we act and see. But if we don't realize it, we don't see it, we're not going to fix it. We're, we're not going to see the problems caused by our own creations. You know, this ego, what you call the ego, what you call the self, me, mine, um, the problem isn't with the ego itself. A lot of spiritual people want to say it's with the ego. Um, but honestly, it, it's not completely accurate to say that the ego is the problem. The problem is, in my opinion, what happens when ego becomes uh, I'm not really sure what the word would be, but like personalized. So give me an example of how this works, right? Because it's hard to explain this, and it's there's a lot of other ways in which this happens too. So don't don't get get it twisted based on this limited understanding that I'm giving you here. Uh, this parasite takes many forms and, and shows up in many ways in in your life. Uh, there's a book that I'm reading. It's going into a lot of this, and I'll, I'll remember to uh, give the title of the book 
once I, if I do release this, which I probably will because it's pretty good already. But anyways, so the way that this works, typically, the way that I've noticed this at least, and there's other ways in which this happens as well, is it, you know, there are things, legitimate things out there like you have to do, survival. You have to eat, you have to do these things. What happens, what's, what's going on, and this is just based on what I've observed in myself and what I've seen in others and how others have explained this, this parasite or this visitor or whatever you want to call it within yourself. Because it's not something that's happening within other. I mean, it is, but it's happening within yourself as well. That's where you have to become aware of this. And so what, what I've noticed is that the parasite, if you want to call it this, which is really what it is, is takes things like survival and personalizes them, makes you identify with them, right? They need to control things. And this is this is uh, an interesting, hard point to kind of make, but like, give me an example, right? Like, we all know that we have to eat. We all know that we have to do things to survive, you know, whatever that is, make money. Money, 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 money. Everybody loves to talk about money. Everybody likes to make make money because it helps them survive. There's nothing wrong with this necessarily. Um, but where the parasite starts to make itself felt and known is where it takes this idea of survival and makes it, instead of realizing that, yes, this is true, that we do need to survive, and then kind of working with this, it makes that into a lifestyle itself. Rather than help making your meaning making your values fit your survival goals, your survival goals fit you. Uh, and so what I mean by this is like, you you need to survive, right? You need to eat, you need to do all these things. But you have, you know, there's there's not, it's not just about survival. We have this culture that says like, oh, we have to, need to survive, evolution, all this stuff. And that's true. But there's more going on here that needs to be explained and understood. Because, you don't just want to survive. You want to make your impact in the world or you might want to add value to your life in some way, right? And so you can use that to survive by either making money on this thing that you're, you're doing or, you know, using this values-based system as a secondary thing. Like you can do some kind of normal job during the day, but then kind of engage in your value-based um, way of living at night or whatever is a secondary thing. Um, but what this survive, what this parasite does is it says, oh, survival. Yeah, you need to survive. Um, which is completely different from the idea of survival itself. Because what what it it then creates fear, and this fear creates the vulnerability within you. It's hard to explain exactly what this looks like, but like another example is control, right? There are things that you might want to try and deal with and, and kind of figure out in your life, whatever those things might be. And so you might want to control some things, your emotions, your thoughts, maybe plan some plan better in life, whatever it is, right? But this parasite understands that and goes, oh, 
oh my God, you need to control this and you need to control these people because they could be causing you all these problems. And instead of the control factor and understanding that you have, that you can understand and become aware of, being used valuably for yourself based on your own value system, it's now the underlying value system itself. You see what I'm, you see what I'm driving at? I hope you, you see what I'm trying to point to here. Um, and there's other aspects of this as well. Like politics is somewhat similar. Socialism, like a good example of this is socialism as well to a certain extent. Like the idea of communism and socialism, like to each according to his ability, to each according to his name or whatever it was, right? It's a fundamentally good idea in, in principle. The problem happens when the parasite enters and goes, you do know you can you can force people to do this, right? We need to control people so that they can get all these needs met. And of course, you need to get your needs met too, right? So we can do all these things. So that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's a subversion of your kind of natural instinct and understanding and evolutionary vibe of sorts that it now uses to control and manipulate you. It's very unconscious. It's very, it's very much a um, insidious process. Uh, <laughs> but if you if you're if you listen to the uh, the parasite, you won't see this. It took me a while to really understand this. You know, people have talked about this. Like Eckhart Tolle has kind of mentioned this. Um, in different ways. He hasn't gone quite as explicit as I'm doing here, but like, you know, t- things like this. Eckhart Tolle talked about this and Gnosticism talked about this and other people. Um, and so this idea of parasite is really interesting. Once you understand what's going on, you start to realize that like, the problem isn't with these ideas. The problem is the, the parasite subverts the ideas. And makes them the underlying value. Rather than using, finding a way to make your value fit these ideas in some way, it, these ideas become the value. Evolution becomes the value. Survival becomes the value. Money becomes the value. Food becomes the value. Sex becomes the value. Shelter becomes the value. Bigger and bigger houses, you know, things like this. Rather than the value system itself of whatever your value system would be like of course the parasite doesn't want you to become aware of what's happening and so that's when it starts projecting outward like oh look at what these people are doing they're not christian enough or they're not you know skeptical enough or whatever it is and uh so that's one example of how this works. There's other examples I'm sure that you can think of, but let's, that's basically how this works. And it really took me some time to really understand this. I tried to explain this in the episode that I did called Understanding the Ultimate Emptiness of Ego, but it was still very new at the time, and I was still kind of working through a lot of this. Uh, and I'm sure a couple months later, a couple, couple months from now, I'm going to be like, I mean, that was correct, but I mean, I could go even further with this. But, you know, this is what it, what it does. 
And this is what society is doing, is telling you to do this unconsciously. It's an implicit thing. It's not like they're not telling you this explicitly necessarily. I mean, they could be, but like mostly it's an implicit thing. And mostly they're not aware that they're engaged in this parasitic behavior. Right? So you could you could be in a situation where like you eat food. You know, you need food to survive, right? Everybody needs food to survive. To give an example of how this works, right? And so the parasite instead of instead of you uh, understanding this and kind of working with it and going, okay, I need food. Let's let's eat something. Um, but you know, I don't want to become too full because then I'd be really tired and it would like make me, uh, really, really sleepy or whatever. You'd be more conscious about how you're eating your food and stuff. More aware of the, the problems of eating too much. But the parasite comes in and goes, you need food, food, food now, food here, food, go, 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 go. And then you start moving because that fear kicks in, the fear of survival or the desire of food that this thing, this parasite gives you, that you then engage in, it's unconscious. Now you're engaged in the automatic programming of survival. And then you eat so much that you feel fat and you're getting fatter and fatter and fatter. I'm not I'm not fat shaming anyone here. I'm not trying to say like, oh you're you're fat and you're for being fat actually this is not this is not about you this is about this parasite and how you have implicitly given control to this parasite without you realizing this this is what we're pointing to here in this episode <laughs> and so this is not about fat shaming or this is not about shaming anyone this is about understanding true understanding of what's really happening in the world um and the problem, the big, huge problem with this is that the parasite will engage in this, its activities, despite the, the problems that it's causing. And it's causing problems. It's causing us climate change problems. It's causing us to destroy the Earth's eco, um, ecology and atmosphere because of this emptiness. Because we implicitly know that without these things food control whatever it is we won't survive or we won't it would be much harder to survive if we didn't have as much of it right and so it subverts that information it takes control of you based on that information it makes you fear uh circumstances in life based on this information and it makes you strive for more and more and more and more and more even though you may have a bunch of it Ta-da! That's, that's the visitor. That's the parasite. That's what's happening right now. That's what's happening in the world right now. Why is it, why is it that nobody has ever seen this, right? This is uh, absolutely fundamental. This, this is why spirituality talks about the problem of ego. It's not because the ego is a problem. It's because, like I said, the parasite subverts the ego, the points and values and, and understandings of why the ego is necessary and useful. It subverts that and, and takes control of that. 
that's how the that's how the parasite works. Um, you know, this is absolutely radical. Literally means going. So instead of constantly looking to others and judging them, going, "Oh, how dare they do this and not do this and all these things that they're they're doing that you want to, that you." Uh, because a lot of that has to do with control, right? Control. Like you, you may not you you don't you may not want somebody to be violent towards you or be abusive to towards you, and the parasite knows this and it takes advantage of this point, because you know nobody wants to be taken advantage of or anything. Uh, but instead of realizing that. You know that's that's a thing that can happen, and kind of dealing with that in, in a kind of conscious and rational way, the parasite uses your emotions and goes, and and in, in a way that makes you judge the controller without realizing that you're you're now a controller as well. Ta-da! How 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 is it? Nobody's taught you this. Nobody talks, nobody teaches you any of this shit. Because society is built upon this very premise that we're talking about in a lot of ways. This is not me demonizing the ills of society. This is me pointing out something that should be so obvious to all of us, but isn't because we have given in to the control of the parasite without realizing what's happening. Unconsciously, implicitly, with tons of assumptions about life that the parasite gives us. Uh, you know, this kind of thing. And, you know, it's it's not even, even just about evolution. It can also happen in other ways as well, spiritual ways. And you know, that's, that's where this idea of the spiritual ego comes in. You, know, you might have this idea, you might want to be this person who's like all loving or whatever, or all-inclusive, compassion, whatever. And the parasite knows that and uses that against you. Um, and you can also project that on others and be like, oh, you're not compassionate enough and you're not loving enough. And oh, now you're, you're, you're engaged in that non-compassion non as well. That's how the parasite works. And so it, it'll use anything at its disposal if you let it. It's not just about your evolution. It's not just about your survival. It'll use your spirituality against you. It'll use your own dogmas against you. Because that's how it feeds itself. But its its hunger is unlimited and infinite. Because it is ultimately empty, but doesn't realize it. It's it's, it's hard to explain what I, what that means, but like... I don't know, there's like a, once you really start to understand what this parasite is, you start seeing how empty, not only how empty its desires really are, because you, you can start to see like, while the points being made by the, the, the points being made about evolution and food and stuff like this are important and, and can help you to keep your uh, priorities in check in certain ways, the parasite takes that to the extreme and like the desire becomes empty at that point it becomes 
empty of substance. The parasite is empty of the substance of reality, if that makes any sense. The substance of God, the substance of, not really the substance of like, because it is real, but also unreal at the same time. It's really freaky. But like, it's it's not that it's not real in the sense like, oh, I'm making this up. It's real in the sense of like, there are things that it does implicitly with you, like I've explained, but it's not real in the sense of like, once you become aware of what this thing really is, it loses its, it loses its power and uh, control. Not completely, because there's other aspects that it'll still use. But you can, the more you become aware of it, the more, the more you start to see what's really going on here. Um, which actually helps you to understand more and grow more and become more aware. Ironically, like you would think this thing is just evil and that like it should be destroyed. But that's that's also using the parasite, ironically. You can try to use the parasite against the parasite. That's what people do in the world. Like, they see evil in the world. They see all these violent people, these murderers, these rapists, and whatever it is that they see. And they go, oh, this is evil. And then they try to, like, get rid of it. They try to destroy it. You know, the world on terror becomes a terroristic action in itself because the parasite is kind of manipulating you in this way. It's very implicit, it's very unconscious, it's very much based on the assumptions and the emotions of the person. It feeds off these emotions and the desire to, the, the desire, whatever the desire is, and the fear. You know, because the desire is fine, right? There's, You could have a desire for water, but that's not really going to matter as much, right? You could have the desire to drink some water. You could drink the water, and you find, feel fine. You might, you, you, you're you no longer thirsty. But then the parasite can take over and be like, oh, you could be thirsty again. And so you start gulping water, gulping, 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 gulping. And you're full, like, what, what is happening, right? That's what's ha that, that That's the basic difference. In my opinion, there's there's probably some uh, subtleties to this virus as well that I'm not seeing quite yet. But like that's basically what's happening. Um, and food, you know, you 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 could have a desire for something to eat. The the parasite can can take over in different ways based on this now, right? It, it can say, okay, you, we need to eat. You need to eat something. Go, 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 go. And then you eat like a ton of food. And you're like, what's happening? Or you could listen to this desire, the, the uh, desire for sweets that the parasite might give you and, and say, eat this and go, 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 go. And you eat like a ton of ice cream and you're going, what Why? What the hell did I just do? It's like I was taken over by some, some kind of parasite. Um, <laughs> of course, we don't use that word. We don't say I, I was taken over by a parasite. Probably say something more like, what, what just came over me, right? Like, I've just kind of, like, lost control for a minute. That's exactly what happened. You're taken over by the parasite. Um, you know, you could do the same thing with spirituality, with morality, right? You could, you, you, you could have this desire to be godlike, to be loving, to be more loving with people um 
but the parasite knows about your need to belong, right? And your need to uh, be accepted and heard and understood by people. And it will use your ideas of spirituality and being more loving to achieve those things. And it'll create, it'll, it'll make you create this image that you, that you now portray to the world of saintliness, of godliness, of love, loving actions in, in nature. Well, at the same time, having this need slash desire slash, it's almost like a parasitic lust for approval slash acceptance slash being heard slash understood slash loved by others. Right, so it's not as so it's so, so it's not as simple as just like survival. There's more going on here that you can become aware of as we're kind of talking here with with the, about this subject of the parasite. It can take different forms. You know, you could be in a situation where like somebody, you know, like a, a simple example that I actually experienced the other the other day was really interesting was like something happened, a really, really loud noise happened. I jumped. It was like a, I fucking jolted. It was like, holy shit, what was that? What was that noise? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you know, the parasite comes in and says, oh my God, that was a loud noise. How dare they make this noise? And, you know, what are they fucking doing out there? You know, the stuff. That's what it does. It takes your desire slash fear slash whatever it is, and personalizes it, makes it something that you have to uh, act upon, if only in your own head. The most vicious and destructive ones, you have to act upon it in the world in some way. And so you see somebody being a certain way, or you see something, and you act in a certain way, parasitically, maybe you act violently, maybe you just eat way too much or you do way too many drugs or something to suppress the desire, whatever it is, right? It doesn't matter what it is. You know, you could have a par- the parasite feed off of your need to do good, right? Like, for instance, you might have this idea of this value, like, you, you, you could do, you should do good for others, uh, you know, help others, and, and just do, just don't complain about your life to others, because that would burden them in some way, things like this, right? And then the parasite could take that uh, well, there's a couple things you could do based on this, right? It can take that and then make that into a dogma. And it punishes other other people if only in your own head about this. Like, oh, they're not doing the good thing and they're not doing the righteous thing. Or it could get resentful of the fact that nobody else is doing these things. Like, oh, how dare they not be this person or or both. You know, you can play the victim like, oh, I'm so, 
I'm the only right person in this world who's doing the right things or whatever it is. Right? That's how the parasite works. You know, you could you could even have the opposite where it's like, you know, I don't really want to be concerned with others. I don't want to be like so 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 selfish or anything, but like I don't want to be as a concern with others. Um, and just kind of do my own thing. You know, parasite could take over based on this, like, oh, yeah, let's do my own thing. Let's have all kinds of sex. Let's do all kinds of drugs. Let's do all kinds of drinking. I don't care about others. I just want to enrich myself, desire things more for myself, this kind of thing, right? Taking over the desire, making it a a philosophy of life, I guess, or a of dogma of life, if that makes any sense. Right? Because the desire is not necessarily a problem or bad itself. It's when you become or personalize the desire is when all this stuff starts to start all this stuff starts happening. It's like you appear as the desire. You appear and that it's like the desire appears, right? And then you take on the desire as the personal self and say, oh, this must be, this. I have to fulfill the desire and like, go, 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 go. Everything becomes anxious and rushed and everything becomes like a need, a means to an end to fulfill this desire. Whether that be the desire for enlightenment, the desire to be loved, the desire to belong to society, a desire to make an impact upon the world, whatever the desire is. And the other element of this, this is fear. It will use the fear of either the desire not getting met or some other fear to motivate you further. Like, oh, you're not going to do this thing? Go, 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 go. You know, if you don't do this, you could, you could be rejected or you could be unloved and, and whatever it is, right? Fear. Desire, fear, they're kind of very much related in this case. Which kind of keeps you going on the same roller coaster. It's almost like you, you be, it's almost like you, um, imagine like hearing about this, uh, device, this game that, that it's a, it's a device, like a, it's a machine, but it's also a game where you, sit in a chair and you put on some um, a helmet and some a headset and things like this and goggles and this kind of thing and the object of the game is the game will take you over the game will move you around it will do all kinds of things uh, that you aren't actually doing the game is doing them for you that's what it is. That's really what's happening. And this parasite, it, it takes different forms. It's not as simple as like being the moral person, being the person who survives, being the person who loves. There are many forms that this takes. Being the intelligent person. Oh, you don't want to be, you don't want to make a mark in the world, you know, whatever it is. But I want to stress that these desires are not a problem in themselves. The problem comes when the 
parasite makes a a dogma or a uh, not exactly what you'd call it, like a philosophy or a dogma based on this desire. Like you could, you'd have the desire to eat food, like I said. But then the, the parasite personalizes this desire and says, oh, you need to eat food. Food, go, 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 go. You don't want to be hungry, right? You, you, will, you want something good, something sweet, right? Yeah, go eat. Eat some of this. It becomes a parasitic nature of things. It's not that, and so the food itself is not bad. You're, when you're eating food, it is not a bad thing. But when that becomes the end-all, be-all of the process, it becomes the, the parasite, Right? It's it's the best way to explain it. It's, it's there's more going on to it a little bit, but that's the basics of this process. Your parasite is like taking over the process of this desire. This and it makes a story based on this desire. Like, oh, you you uh you don't want to be unloved. You don't want to be rejected, right? You better act right. You better act the perfect way. To people, you better act saintly. You better like act loving. You know, you want to be accepted. You don't. You don't want to be unheard or un, not understood. You better act right. You better, you know, this kind of thing. And then it becomes a needy, clean nature to your your mind that this parasite is engaged in without you realizing what's happening. It's it's very deep. It's the idea that you must, like must control something. You must be this way. You must uh, have this, or or you will die in some kind of emotional way. Like you know, you you see this a lot with uh, these songs, like romantic songs, like "Oh, I'm gonna die without you." You know, this kind of thing. You, you hear those. It's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same problem. Why they're engaged in that is because they have a need slash desire to be loved, accepted, heard, understood, whatever, that the parasite has taken over within them. And they don't realize what's happening. And it's, this is not a me blaming you for this. I'm not blaming you for being taken over by the parasite. This is just about understanding what's happening. The deep problem of the parasite, the deep uh, consequences of the parasite within you or others. Or me, right? This is not just a you thing. This is definitely an all of us thing. And um, so, you know, there's there's always a possibility that you're never really going to get rid of this parasite. I don't think you're, there's that you're ever going to get rid of it. It's probably unreasonable to assume that that's going to happen. And so it's not about trying to get rid of it or removing it, because that then that would do the same thing. The parasite would then take over from that. Like, oh, you got to you got to get rid of me, right? Get a, get rid of the parasite. You must find enlightenment. You must find, you know, this kind of thing, uh, which then creates the same problem, but in this new direction. 
it's it's about becoming aware of this parasite, understanding what's happening, seeing what's happening, seeing what we're talking about and it and just becoming aware of this fact and trying to make it more conscious, understand what's happening. Uh, and then you're making it more uh, conscious within yourself. Basically, you're, you're, you're becoming more and more aware of it. Um, and so the parasite can be like very outcome focused. process could uh, the parasite could be very uh could create a lot of tension within you you know like a, a lot of strong a lot of high strong energy you know maybe you you suffer with insomnia you suffer with some kind of depression or anxiety or just some kind of unfulfillment that you're 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 noticing this is what's causing it this is the parasite you just follow that unfulfillment to see what's causing this. And you realize that the desire, and then you realize the parasite is, is, is causing this. But the desire, like I said, the desire for this thing is not the problem. It just is that the, the parasite takes it to its extremes. It, it's just the way that the parasite works. Um, you know, you could, you could notice yourself judging others extensively you could notice yourself projecting on others and one of the things i'm really trying to do more and more of is is when i notice myself saying something about somebody or any anything at all that's going on in the world i i ask myself i, I try to kind of go inward and, and go am i projecting something some perception that i have into the world am i projecting basically um, and the answer typically is mostly yes. It doesn't mean that there's no truth in the projection that you're getting, giving, that you're putting out in the world, but oftentimes it is just exaggerated because like, like I've said before, emotions, the, the parasite also feeds off your, feeds off or uses your emotions against you because what emotions do is they magnetize you towards something like it. And so you, if you're like emotional about something, that's the only thing you can really see, or if not the only thing, then very close to the only thing. And so that's how the parasite manipulates you and feeds you into itself and keep, gets you to feed more and more of itself. Right. Um, <clears throat> and so that could be another element of this as well. You could find yourself overly emotional. If your emotions sometimes can seem like over, all over the place, that could be what's causing this. And I'd, I'd probably say that it, that is what's causing this, actually. Not, not always necessarily, but I, I guarantee like most of the time that's what's causing this, right? Um... Notice any need. I think there's a basic difference between desire and need. The parasite can turn this desire into a need, right? You can have a desire for, like I said, water. 
and then you drink water and then it, that desire is gone. But like a need would be like you, you have a desire for water. The parasite t- turns that desire for water into a need and you just, you drink the water, you drink some water and you still feel like you need the water. And so you drink more and more and more and you start gulping, gulping. I need more water, 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 you know, like to give an example of how this works. So that's another example. Oh, uh, another way in which the parasite works. The parasite often uses uh, your fears against you. Because a desire, a need is kind of like a desire versus uh, plus fear, right? A desire is like you have a desire for companionship, uh, acceptance of another person, you just desire to be heard and understood by somebody. But the parasite, what it will do is it'll take that desire and mix it with the fear and say, "Oh, you could, you could, you could uh, lose this. You could find yourself rejected by somebody." that you would want not to reject you, that's a possibility. You know, this could be a really deep problem for you. And then it creates, and then that makes you fear. That's what causes the need. That's what need is. Desire plus fear equals need. You could you could make that calculation. Fear in itself is not the problem. Fear, well, it is, well, it's kind of the same with the, the um, desire, but like you have... Desire is not necessarily the problem. It's when you personalize yourself based on this desire. Fear is something that you could actually have, and you could actually call it caution, and it would be more more useful for you than fear. I mean, you could have a caution of being in an enclosed environment because maybe, like, you know, what if that building collapses on you? But then you could have a fear of that building collapsing on you, and that becomes an, an obsessive fear. Oh, no, I could be, you know, whatever it is, right? To give an example. So I think caution is more useful in this way than fear. Not that fear is not useful fear there, there are certain fear fears that are more physical in nature that come from survival like the fear of death the fear of uh physical pain you know, this, this kind of free fear you could call it like the shrinking away from danger that Eckhart Tolle talks about in the pair of now um, things like this those are basic but those are more physical Fears; those are more natural fears. Of course, the 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 parasite could take over based on those as well. And goes, oh, you could you could be hurt physically by this person. You better run away. You better you better not show your true self to these people because you could be exposed. You could be vulnerable. You whatever it is, right? To give you some examples. Uh, and so, desire plus fear equals need. Desire and fear by themselves is not a problem. It's when the fear, it's almost like the fear and desire kind of like merge together in a sense. Which starts to cause this problem. You start to like personalize the fear and desire, create a story around it. This kind of thing, right?
Although, like I said, I think most fears are kind of pointless and you could just use caution instead of fear. Caution is the mental representation of fear that is not fear at all. Fear is like a deeply rooted emotion in people. Right. <clears throat> that causes irrational actions. Actually, ironically, I think if you're in a certain situation, fear might be something that you do use, which makes things worse for you, right? Like, imagine a situation where you're in a burning building. Fear would uh, caution you to run out of that building as far and fast as possible, but you could crowd around certain exits like, you know, typical fire exits of a burning building, which could slow your exit and could cause a panic, cause a stampede, could cause people, you to die because you stepped on somebody or because maybe the fire spreads too quickly and it enters where you are. And, then, and so rather than exiting in like a regular area exit, which would, you could do if you use caution and not fear, you, you, you use this exit and maybe that could cause your your death. And the most extreme exa- example, right? And so fear isn't always actually the most rational response either. It's not the most useful response. Which is why I'm saying caution is more useful than fear in this way. Of course, the parasite could use caution. And the parasite does use caution and turns that into fear. And so that's not... An end all be all, but it is how you turn a fear into a caution. You start realizing that the fear, the emotion of the fear, is where you start running into problems. Uh, things like this. So, some final notes here. I don't want you to take, get away, take away from this idea of the parasite that you should just. Get rid of this parasite, the parasite evil, it should be destroyed, or that it's just an enemy of mine, or whatever. Um, in a sense, that is true, it, it is an enemy of yours, but like it should, you should not think of it in this way of like, oh, I should destroy the this uh parasite, I should get rid of it, because then you will in- inevitably be manipulated by the parasite again. And so it's not about destroying the parasite, it's about becoming aware of it, becoming more understanding why this is happening. And the more you do this, you actually understand people more. Because most people, if not all people, are infected by the same parasite that you're seeing. So try not to project, try not to use your desires and fears. Try to notice when you're projecting. Try to notice when your parasite is using desires and fears to manipulate you in this way. Uh, which involves you becoming aware. A lot of this is very implicit. It's something that's not necessarily something that you're going to notice right away necessarily. But it is something you can notice and start to see happening. And then what you do from that place is, what I've done is, I noticed the flaws in that argument. I noticed the flaws within this idea that Parasite has. Like, for instance, to give you an example of control, right? Like, you might want to control circumstances around you. You might want to control the conflicts. 
they might be dealing with. But the parasite takes that in, then manipulates you to manipulate others, which can actually cause more conflict. So you can start to see those flaws. You can start to see those consequences of this uh, by observing what's happening. And, and of course, seeing why can the desire of control is not a problem as well. Why it, it can be useful if it's done properly or right or whatever. Right. This kind of thing. But, uh, I just uh, can't believe I just did that. I just <laughs> had my headphones on. And so I was like, uh-huh. Sorry about that. I turned my headphones on off, or off on accident. That, and that caused me to, like, lose track of what I was doing here. Because <laughs> uh, I'm using Bluetooth headphones. Which luckily with backpack it works well because the backpack microphone just works. Or the, the iPhone microphone is what it is using. And so you can kind of tr control which mic, mic you're using with this. With the back, with the When you're using backpack studios on your phone. Um, so I'm using it with the Bluetooth headphones right now. So um, if you're wondering what was going on, like why, why did he like stop for a second? Yeah, that's why. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode. It is very long, and there's probably way more that I can really go into uh, with this. <clears throat> but I'll leave it there for now, and I will talk to you in the next one. Okay, so some final notes here before I end this. I'm not. I'm not telling you this to give you like an excuse, like oh, that wasn't me that did those actions. That was a parasite. Like if you said something. Um, I mean, you could say that to yourself, but it's not about an excuse. It's not giving you an excuse, right? You're not saying that. You're not, I'm not giving this to you so that you can justify actions. I'm doing, giving this to you so you can understand what's happening. Deeply, truly understand what's going on. Um, and the parasite can come at you from this point as well that we're doing here and then it can take over and say all these things like oh you must control me and you must control the parasite no well yes but like it's not really even about control of the parasite that's important as well but it's more mostly just about becoming aware of it understanding it understanding why this is happening which is really understanding your weakness understanding your shadow and things like this so that you can start to like kind of create space between you and these parasitic actions within yourself. Really, that's the deep point of doing all this work that I'm ex explaining and sh suggesting you do. Right. So, anyways, I just wanted to make that point very clear so that you didn't like start using this against yourself don't do that and don't use it against others uh use it to understand yourself use it to understand others that's all that's what it's for and uh, i didn't find item right <laughs> so i'll talk to you in the next episode
So the last point about this is I'm going to leave the book title in the description that I talked about in this episode. It's not really important. Well, it is important if you want to go deeper with this, but like it's not absolutely important to this. I think I very well explained what's going on, what's causing this. Um, something the book, it didn't completely do um, as far as I can tell. I mean, it did. Like it was going into the parasite and what it is, but like it doesn't explain why this happens. I think I tried to do very well at doing this. Um that the book didn't really do. Of course, I haven't read all of it yet, so maybe it does do that, but, uh, yeah. It's called, um, The Spelling Wetico, W-E-T-I-K-O, if you are interested. It's, uh, it's definitely interesting, but like I said, I think I covered it pretty well in this episode, and I probably will be making other episodes on this in the future, because I want to find, I want to help you to do this. I want to help you dispel this thing. From your psyche. So, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to the next one.